So I'm going to say something now before we start recording because I don't think that I want to say it on the podcast, but Stacey Farber is, was fucking hot in this episode, dude. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I don't know if that's okay to say, so I don't know if I want to say it in the mm-hmm. body she's on a, she's main. She's a legal adult in this. No, she was super hot. Yeah, no, I know she's a legal adult, but she's still, <laughs> she's probably been a legal adult since most of the show. Yes, yeah, that's true. But she, but after all my hemming and hawing over the instant star stuff, I feel like I shouldn't say that, but she was <laughs> va-va-va-voom, super hot. She's like now the Farb town that we know and love. Mm-hmm. and drool over the butler herself the <laughs> great butling. butler from the butler movie butler's in love butler's in love starring stacy farmer next so month's hot. patreon episode she was so hot whatever it takes that rage will get you through Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris Messina. Chris Messina, you know me. I'm the actor from, um, I was on the Mindy Project. I heard you guys were talking about me last week um, mm-hmm. because uh, I'm from Long Island. I got yeah. like a surly looking face. You've seen me in movies. Yeah, I loved Mindy Project. Chris Messina. Christopher, mm-hmm. I was the love interest on the Mindy Project. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, One I'm of a, a few. Yeah, I'm a guy. I'm just a guy. I'm I'm in movies and stuff. You were talking about me last week because you had Jim Messina coming in yes. here and you were wondering about whether or not I was the mm-hmm. son of Kenny Loggins's former or a nephew partner. or, you know, a second cousin. You any know, of mo- the above. I'm assuming not father of, but you know. They say that if you have the same last name, you're related somehow. But I'm here to tell you I am not. Mm. If if this was Maury. And Jim Messina was on it. No bloodlines. And they were, and they were set guessing whether or not he was my father. They mm-hmm. would say, you are not the father. Because Chris Messina from the Mindy Project, I am not the son of the great Jim Messina. Wow. Okay. So I know you got a movie to talk about, so I'm not going to overstay my welcome here. I just wanted to come in and clear that up. Jim, if you have any questions for me quickly that do not have anything to do with New Jersey and the food... Okay. That uh, that they make. I'll, I'm here for that. But Ooh, if not, okay. okay, okay, I got one. Um, who was your favorite person mm. to work with on Mindy Project? Mm. Um, my favorite person to work with on the Mindy Project. Who was in it? Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Uh, Ike Barinholtz. That tall guy. Ike Barinholtz. He yeah. Was in it. I loved both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that guy George with an accent. Went- George Went was in it? I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> it's like, was this Cheers? <laughs> um, My yeah, was favorite that... person to work with on the Mindy Project was John Ratzenberger. He played Cliff Clavin <laughs> on the Mindy Project. We did a great episode <laughs> where he played Jeopardy. And he was like, who is the people that have never been in my bathroom? I got to get out of here. Chris Messina. Listen, you got a long movie to talk about. I am not going to overstay my welcome. Let's get the F-U-C-K out of here. Los Angeles just won the football game with time expiring with a field goal. There we go. Go the fuck home, Brady. You tried. You came all the way back, but it wasn't good enough. Didn't sell enough of his soul, apparently. Chris Messina out. Whoa, Rachel. That was Chris Messina from the Mindy Project. It was. The the Mindy Kaling show. He's pretty cool. Broomheads. Rachel is 
so excited to talk about. She told me earlier today we were texting about oh this movie. Oh my god! And she said this was one. This was in her top five favorite movies of all movies, not just Degrassi. <laughs> she was like, just "Listen, the, here's my favorite movies: Point Break, Splash, uh, uh, The Thin Man." She's picking Mark for The Thin Man. Uh, she, uh, the other one, uh, the live action, the new recent live action Lady in the Tramp movie. She's really into. And then Wait, did Degrassi they have real dogs goes, in that, or did they <laughs> CGI dogs? I believe. <laughs> and the uh, Degrassi goes Hollywood movie, one of your top five favorite movies. I couldn't even put it on Letterbox. I was trying to get on Letterbox, but my Degrassi wouldn't come up. I couldn't oh. do it. What a movie! Rachel's wearing I, a tiara. I'm wearing a tiara like Paige was in the movie. I absolutely loved every second of this. This is made for the TNG original fans. You know, it's all of our favorite characters are back. They do not really give a shit about any of the new characters. Yeah. It's directed by Stefan Brogren. Killing it's it. On all fucking, fronts. it's Pizza Man times a thousand. Guys, like, you did not sell us this movie hard enough. I loved every second of it. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like the broomheads were telling us like, oh, this isn't what a shit show. You're going to love it, but it's like a shit show. But I thought this was not at all. I, I, and then I, you yeah. had said you think maybe they were talking about the next movie. I think the next movie is a little bit more wild because that is when twin cest happens. And that's mm. also when Emma and Spinner get married, which mm -hmm. is also very non-canon. This at least felt like Degrassi. We had Jay and Silent Bob were back, you know. It, yeah. uh, we had all of our favorite old characters. We had a lot of cameos from people we didn't really need and some that we did. Like, it was, it was amazing. I know. I agree it was amazing. I loved it. It got me back on, mm -hmm. not that I was ever off. I was starting to come around by the end of the last season, season eight. But yeah. this movie got me back in the thralls of Degrassi. I loved it. Five stars. Perfect movie. I liked all the stuff. I have one nitpick, which we'll mm -hmm. get to. Okay. It's a, small, it's a small nitpick. But otherwise, I think it was great. But- I always have to ask this question of the oh. show right at the top of the show. Before you ask that, I just wanted to let you know, I just watched the credits of the first episode. Whatever it takes. And someone who works on this show is named Jeef O'Brien. Jeef. Good old <laughs> Good old Jeef. I love Jeefy. Jeefy O'Brien. J-E-E-F. Jeef. Not Jeff. Jeef. Jeef. No, Jeef. That, well, that's, that's Jeff in Canada. Canadian. Oh, okay. They pronounce, okay. Believe it or not, they pronounce it Jeff. Mm -hmm. It's all about hanging out. That's the kind of stuff you can get on the Patreon. But I got to ask, how you doing, Rach? I'm pretty good. It's a Sunday. We're doing this earlier than normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're doing it earlier in the week and an earlier time so that we, yeah. we are more alert and there's less yawning. And yeah. there is I mean, more... I'm still probably going to yawn, but, you know, less. Well, the thing is, is I'm always tired. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just all day long. Is it? Mm -hmm. Is just a complete blanket of time. I've got a Negroni to celebrate tonight. Um, I've you been. Hipsters love those, huh? I've I've liked Negronis for a long time. Yeah, you're a hipster because you're you're a hipster. That's why you and you and all those other hipsters from. No one from, says from... hipsters anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody says it. You Brooklyn hipsters. You know what I'm talking about? You Williamsburg hipsters. In your so jean, many years in ago. your jean jackets and your Converse <laughs> high tops. <laughs> 
Um, Meanwhile, just that's just me describing myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what in, what's in a Negroni. It's a big bartender drink. I feel like right. It's it's gin, Campari, and red vermouth. I know bartenders love it. It's a nice alcoholic drink. It's just Myra what I had in it. the house. Myra oh, I've loved it. them for a long time. I know. I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that you haven't loved yeah. them for a long time. Yeah. I'm just saying, you, you all you people love them. You yeah. people. You people. That's you me. Brooklyn. You, you people. You Brooklyn hipsters. I've never lived in Brooklyn. <laughs> Actually, no, I lived there for four months once, so that's not true. No. It's all, but you're doing pretty good. You got a Negroni. You're feeling good. You're yeah, feeling yeah. refreshed. It's, been, it's not been an exciting weekend. Still not really going anywhere because of Omicron. Um, waiting for those cases to really take a more of a dive than they have. Um, we haven't spoken about something really important, though, on this show yet, which is the fact that Degrassi is and coming back to HBO. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Did we record <laughs> before that happened? We I did. Guess. We did. Um, so, I mean, we've all discussed. We're very excited um, for the possibility of, one, getting to watch Degrassi epi- episodes on HBO Max instead of on YouTube with a million commercials. Dog, I watch them on Tubi and it's I great. I know, but I don't have a Tubi app on my TV, so it's you just a little put bit it more on. complicated. Oh, oh it's an older TV. Um, oh, so see. YouTube is easy, but I can't watch on Tubi on a TV. I watch on my phone. I don't want to do that. It's all um, about so HBO Max. Let me tell you how many fucking commercials were in this while I was watching this today. I had to keep rewinding and then seeing a little bit. Oh my God, because they cut the sound with the commercials. Oh, anyway, um, Tubi's where it's at. I, I understand. I didn't realize because I have it on my Samsung TV. Yeah, I have an I older guess one. The, the newer models because you can't download apps on your TV. No, it's too old of uh, one. Yeah, get a new one. I know. Get a new one, dog. Um, I'm gonna. I'll send you one. You want what? Do, what do you want? What kind of? <laughs> what size do you want? Seventy inches? I'll send it to you. I'll send you one. <laughs> um, I, yeah. But I. But it's very exciting news. We get new Degrassi coming in 2023. Vague about the timeline of when in 2023 um, they're going to be hour long episodes. There's only going to yeah. be ten of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll find out closer to the time what that means as far as the podcast. If we take a break from the old stuff to get in on the new ones or what. But we have at least a year before this is happening, so we've got time. We're only going to get through one and a half more seasons, maybe, before that time period. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I will say this. I feel like this is going to be one of those, like, this ain't your grandparents, Degrassi, which I'm a little worried about. It's not going to be Euphoria because it's no. under the children's part of HBO Max still. Oh, so it's right, not going to be. So I was like, I don't need canadian euphoria like no. that's its own show and that's i don't not even degrassi need american either. euphoria to be i also have been getting a little bit annoyed with all those like euphoria degrassi memes because i'm like it's just different shows like there's also a million other television shows out there that have paved the way for euphoria to be what it is i didn't know that there were neg- uh, degrassi uh euphoria memes there was a lot of uh ones about manny's thong wearing that were going around on the Degrassi Oh, boards. I did see yeah. that. And it was like Manny Santos walked so the kids of Euphoria could run. I did. Yeah. Li- I actually like that. That's fine by my I'm just like, mind. they're just, they're teens. But I feel like, you know, I don't know that I would say that Euphoria got its... Uh, well, I think it's a inspiration joke. from Degrassi. Yeah, I, I know, know I, but 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 then because of it coming out on HBO Max, there was a lot of conversations about like, is it just going to be like Euphoria? And I was like, N- why would it be? Like, you don't need another show that's just Euphoria. No, I want it to be Degrassi. Having said that, here is my question though. 
And this is an on-the-spot question, so I, so if you don't have an answer, we can just okay. mosey on past it. But I'm sure you've thought of it. I would like for there to be some representation from the old-school, new, next-generation cast. I would like to see... A, I know that, like, mm-hmm. we talk about let's move on and all that, but I want to see... One or two of the well, cast members from the OG in this new variation. That's how they've done it to to branch the original Degrassi to Next Generation. I know, I and know. And I'm saying original because there's multiple <laughs> I know. versions in so, that one. And then, you know, even in Next Class, you had some of the Next Generation people showing up for, like, career day and stuff. Right, so I think that right. they could bridge that somehow. It's just a question of... Who wants to be involved and in what Here's way? Here's my question. And let's we have to let's look at this realistically. Yeah. Uh, Nina Dobrev's not doing it. Sinead Grimes Beach probably isn't doing it. So mm-hmm. who, if you could pick two, two people to reprise their roles in the new Degrassi, and like, you don't even have to say like what they'd be like a teacher or somebody's mom or something. I don't care about that. But if you could revisit two characters, who would they mm-hmm. be? Um, I would want Snake as the principal. Oh my God, I love it! I love that you want <laughs> Snake back. Of all people. I want Snake as the principal Snake because that is like constant. the one guiding. Was he on the Netflix this. show? Yeah. Oh, he was. Um, and then who else? You should. It's it's on Netflix. It's not going to be on HBO. Well, I'm not going to watch it until we get to yeah. it in You'll 2036. Wait. Yeah, I watched them all when they came out, so it's been a few years. I now. watched the first season, to be fair. The I reason why I it. never watched like seasons nine to fourteen of Degrassi was because you they were, were hard to do, find. Yeah, you knew you were going to do a um, podcast, and you were like, yeah, I wanna, exactly. I want to so see I these with go fresh back eyes and and find them later. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I would want to see the most. I mean, who would actually do it though? Too. I think you could get pretty much a lot of people. Yeah. Like, obviously. Spinner at the dot. I want Spinner to own the I dot. want Spinner to. Uh, Spinner for me is my answer. Yeah. Top it's dog. It's Snake and Spinner. But the question is, though, do does that mean he's married to Emma? Or is it like he divorced from Emma and Emma became a super mm. sexy fashion model and moved to Milan and left Spinner with the dot in fucking Toronto? I would love that. Give me Spinner. Give me Spinner. <laughs> and then I was kind of thinking, like, I. I love Paige. I yeah. As much as I want Cassandra Steele in everything and anything, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like Manny is perfect, mm-hmm. and let's leave her there. Mm-hmm. Part of me kind of thinks, wouldn't it be maybe kind of fun if it's Spinner and Emma, and you know what, they are married and they have a kid, and the kid's going to Degrassi, like. <laughs> That could be I think it would be too soon for that timeline wise, but also uh, like, sure, is there, right. I think there's a lot of conversation around like, could like Liberty's kid who mm. was adopted be going to Degrassi now? Could Izzy, I God, I hope not Isabella well, would be a different actor at this point. Bella, would, not Izzy. Sorry. Think, one mm-hmm. would think they would hire someone who could, was like an actual actor. Like, you know who they should hire? I'm going to tell you this, broomheads. If you've never seen, if you don't have kids, chances are you've never seen Gabby's Dollhouse on Netflix. But the little girl who plays Gabby on Gabby's Dollhouse is mm-hmm. excellent. Put her on the new Degrassi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a big stand for Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse. Yeah. Jack. Right. Jack could be on it, Emma's little brother. That's true. 
That's true. You could have a scenario where Snake and Spike died, and so <gasps> so so Spinner and Emma had to raise Jack, and now Jack is going to Degrassi. I'm just saying. Mm. It's all about, but we're not here. This is a weird one, Rach, because it's a movie it's, that was cut into four episodes. Mm-hmm. We're going to approach this. Rachel and I had a conversation about it earlier. We're going to approach this as we would any episode. Yeah. Just as a four-parter. Four-parter. The A story is a little bit more complex, but we're treating it like everything about the movie with Paige and with mm-hmm. Manny. Yes. And with students. Um, and then the B story is Ellie's story, which is a much smaller part of it in comparison. But oh, it's Ellie. still the only thing that's really like a step separate storyline. Everything the, um, all step like we've talked about Ellie so much. We've We've dunked on Ellie a lot. She's been a, been a bit of a wet blanket a lot of times. And I'm not saying she's not here, but this is a good Ellie story, I think. And it's the last we see of Ellie. This is the end of Ellie for the series. I, I think that it's not the end of some other people because they're going to finish soon. <laughs> like, I sent Rachel a picture as I was watching it of Ellie feet up on the kitchen table with reading a reading Valley of the Dolls, reading Valley of the Dolls with like a like a mm, look on her face. It was great, mm-hmm. but we're not here. We are here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about the new Degrassi on HBO Max yet. We're not here to talk about Euphoria or the memes. We're here to talk about Degrassi: The Next Generation. More specifically, Degrassi: The Next Generation episodes eight nineteen, eight twenty, eight twenty one, and eight twenty two. Kind of. It's also just mm-hmm. a movie, which are the 162, 163rd, 164th, and 165th <laughs> episodes of Degrassi the Next Generation. But with all the two parters, and in this case, a four parter, this is actually the 132nd episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. It's called Paradise City. We've done Guns N' Roses. Sweet child of mine. So we don't have to do Guns N' Roses. So we don't have to do a song. Let's skip it. Let's skip the song. Let's get right into the shit. Rach. Tell me all about it. Okay. We start off with Paige Michaelchuk, who we have not seen for a while. Paige Michaelchuk's telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Paige Michaelchuk is talking to Marco on the phone and saying that she is now a Hollywood stylist. Um, But it turns out that she's actually just an assistant for someone who's on uh, the Hills knockoff called The Shores. Yeah. Haley. Her name is Haley. Haley, yeah. And I thought that I recognized this actress, but I don't. And the dog's name was what? Biscuit? Truffles. Truffles. <laughs> the dog. They gave her like the ugliest dog, like on purpose. Like, oh yes, this would be a woman who would have a very ugly, hairless dog. Yeah. The dog pisses on Paige. Paige is just getting put through the ringer. But at the same time, you're in Hollywood. The thing is, like the the thing that like the the world at large who's not in entertainment doesn't understand is that like being an assistant is like a big job because it means oh it is you're I know multiple in... people who were assistants for totally I was real a writer's so big celebrities of course I'm nothing now but I <laughs> well you were a writer's assistant though you weren't an assistant assistant no 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 but being an assistant a writer's assistant is a is the way to become yeah. a writer being a assistant to a famous person is a way to become a producer like that is it's an in it's an in it's a very big job but yes mm-hmm. and it but oftentimes the people are shitty and in this case mm-hmm. Haley is very mm-hmm. shitty. Although yeah. I kind of thought she wasn't that shitty to be fair, if I'm being honest. She wasn't terrible, but she also wasn't helpful. Like she wasn't kind either. You know, she, no, she, she didn't really even... help uh, Paige with anything. And Paige was kind of trying to figure out her career a little bit. 
I was also like, oh my God, this person on one reality show lives in this house with this. I guess maybe that is true. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Squeedum, deedum, deedum, deedum. Yeah. So we're dealing with what we're dealing with is Paige lives in LA. And then we have to figure out a way to get a lot of different people to Los Angeles mm-hmm. <laughs> in many different ways and for reasons to get there, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. There's a lot of ways in which they figure it out. Yeah, so the background is that Jason Mewes wrote a movie about his life. And so we have Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are back. Mewes is what they keep calling him throughout the movie. Did it annoy you? It did. It did. By the fourth episode, I was just like, is that a thing? I mean... Sure, I know but... I know that Kevin Smith calls Jason Mewes Mewes and like his friends probably call him that. Yeah. But like when Emma Everyone was like, was at one him. point Emma was on the phone and she was like, Mewes, guess what? And I was like, you don't know. Get, get the fuck no, out. it was weird. It was weird. Um, so his movie was called Musical High. Mm-hmm. Musical. Musical. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to do a Seussical the musical Seussical. thing, but then Pretty I was like, it's already, it already adds musical. Musical. <laughs> the thing that was, uh, so this is, this is post Jason Mewes swallowing and smoking all of his teeth. So he yes, had to, he had his fake teeth. <laughs> he had and the they new are real big. He has those new chompers, which have always sat awkwardly with me. I've always thought mm-hmm. those things looked weird. Mm-hmm. There's a, there was a, that's like a bit like if you do a lot of crack or or like mm-hmm. smoke a lot of things, you like smoke your teeth. <laughs> That's not funny. It's not funny. But should we should we approach this from Paige's side first and then Manny's side and then when they overlap at the end? I don't think. It, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like, it's just kind of like. It's I'm following. Your it's lead. hard. to. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what you'd rather go back and forth or if we should do one side and then the other. Um do from Paige pages, first. Okay, so from Paige's end, she has this shitty person that she works for as an assistant who needs to get her truffles, poor this dog truffles, needs to get to her Reiki appointment. The dog has a Reiki appointment. Um, <laughs> What's a Reiki? Reiki? Yeah, it's what, a, I don't know what that is. It's a spiritual thing. It's like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. Fine. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> I like know he- what it is, but I have no idea how to describe it. It's like a sense thing. Like someone comes and kind of like holds their hands over you and does things. And it's supposed to make you feel a certain way. And I had, I was like, what the fuck is I didn't, and I should have yeah. just looked it up, but yeah, I it's R E I K I. Um, so what happens is, is that the Haley has found out that she didn't get an audition for this new Jason Muse movie. Right. And Paige is like, oh, I've got an in. I know Jason Muse. Muse. I know Muse because I got cut out of a movie <laughs> that he was in. Jay and Silent Bob go Canadian A from four years ago. Um, so she strikes a deal with Haley, which is that if she gets Haley on audition, Haley will help her with her stylist career. Mm-hmm. And she... Gets her a packet to get an audition. Trixie to play the to the play the character of Trixie, Trixie. who was the lead. She should have said, "Hey, I've got Muse for you." Instead of "I got news for you," she, I got Muse for you. I got an in. I get you in there. Musical the musical, Susical the musical, <laughs> Susical. For all the broomheads, if you don't know what Susical the musical was, it was a Dr. Seuss musical that starred yes. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> 
It did. She was like the lead. I don't know what if it was like all cat in the hat or something, but <laughs> oh, green eggs and ham. Oh, how they are bad. That would what he so. Uh, Haley bombs the audition for Trixie, but she leaves her phone in the audition room. Yeah, her so palm. Paige, her palm. Sorry, this is a very dated. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paige goes in to get it, and then Dan Levy is the producer on this movie. He's so young. He's so young. Um, and he's like, "Oh, are you auditioning? Okay, like we'll just run." run you through and he loves Paige as Trixie and so yeah. he wants her as Trixie it so, is it's earlier they are she is like helping Haley with her audition and yes. it is kind of like like Paige is singing and she's kind of good and Haley's terrible so like mm-hmm. there's sort of something here but he, I have my biggest nitpick with the movie is here and it's mm-hmm. twofold one, it's I don't understand why Dan Levy loves Paige so much because she's not good. And like even in they show like the screen test that like made him fall in love with her and she's bad in that, too. And then my other thing, which we'll get to a little bit later, but I want to say a little early here is that I kind of think the movie does Paige a little dirty. Oh yeah. I was going to say that completely. Like, I don't like how this painted page. I Mm -hmm. thought that it was a little bit unfair to her and not quite, I didn't see her doing that. Like I didn't see her becoming like best friends with Haley and falling all into that, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Let's get to it. The same. That was the same thing that I thought though. That's my big thing. They wrap it up nicely at the end, but that was my, although I have another thought. I felt it was very pro Manny and anti page. It really, really was. It made me feel uncomfortable because I was like, I don't think that, that's how it should be. I like them both. Like I really didn't want to be rooting for Manny over Paige. And what I no, wanted I to happen, either. what I thought was going to happen and didn't happen was that we would end up in a scenario where obviously Manny, she gets the role. It's not a spoiler. You've seen the episode. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how it should be. She's the one who wants to be an actress. She's been working hard for this all along. But I also thought that at the very least they would have the spin be like, Manny gets her thing that she's destined for. And then I thought Paige would also get her thing that she was destined for, which was like some kind of a stylist stylist. thing. So I thought that they would come to an understanding like Paige would realize halfway through, oh, Mm -hmm. I need to pivot away from this and go there. But no, they just made Paige into like a fucking monster (laughs) who like gets fired from the movie. And yeah. So anyway, we'll get to it. It's terrible. Yeah. So I, I completely agree. That made me a little bit sad. But, but the performance that, uh, Lauren Collins gives is oh, it's wonderful. She does a great job from top to bottom. And there's like some other things about it that really date it also. And I guess we're gonna get into this, but like Perez Hilton and Uh, then everything around. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Let me not jump ahead too much. That's in the fourth episode. (laughs) No, but it is all part of the whole thing. Like Perez Hilton. Mm -hmm. So she gets cast because Dan Mm -hmm. Levy likes her, but it's Mm -hmm. much against the wishes of Jason Mewes. Yes, who really imagines Manny, and we'll get to Manny, but like Manny doesn't do all of her auditions. So mm-hmm. it's like the uh, Dan Levy is like, as a producer, is like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, he wrote the part for Manny, it seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paige gets the part and is mm-hmm. immediately um, in over her head, to say the least. She's not an actor. 
She's, she's not, not a, an actor. She doesn't know. She can't remember her lines. She can sing fine, but she's doing this real strong, like Jersey accent and like really over the top, like caricature of someone in a New Jersey high school. Yeah, it's bad. She, but at the same time, she gets taken out to lunch by Dan Levy and meets Tim Roson. Apparently that's how you say his name. That was what? when I texted you and Mind I was like, blow me. that was the scene that happened when I was watching it. When I texted you, have you watched it yet? Cause I was like, yeah, I was like oh, mind blown. Like Tim Roson. Roson. I had to literally write it down so I wouldn't forget it. He gets like a, a very brief <laughs> moment in this episode where he just comes out to lunch as himself and like, Oh, you could maybe be a on-screen love interest. Dude, and then he's... she, sorry, go ahead. Oh, what were we going to say? About no, 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 no. You go, you go, on. you go. No, I was going to move on. Tell me what you're going to say about him. I was going to say he is so much hotter in this than he is. Oh my God. Yes. As little Tommy Q. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's very handsome on Shit's Creek. So like oh, he is, he's super hot on Shit's Creek. He's hot. I forgot he was on that. That's hilarious. I forgot he was on that. And that's like amazing. So like him and Dan Levy, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they like became friends doing this and then that's why he cast him. And also like he was on instant star. So I wonder if that's why he got a a role on this because at that point that's where he had done with Shyler stone. Right? No, totally. But like, what is the, he looks like so much more of like a man in this though (laughs) than he He does does. on instant star. So I wonder what the years are. Instant Star starts in 2004 and this is 2009. Oh yeah. Okay. So So he's he's older. He's grown up. He's a hot, Mm -hmm. he's a hot dude. Yeah. So then Paige gets a 17 magazine shoot. Also 17 (laughs) magazine. Is that still a magazine? I, I had it, got it religiously for years. The, the, Uh, the speed with which all of this happens is so funny. Like the movie is made by like the time students are like going back to school. It's like, yes, yes. Um, so she gets a 17 magazine cover shoot before she's even like in the movie and she makes a comment to the people organizing the shoot. I don't know what their roles were exactly. And says that, Oh, like this dress is great, but I think this dress would look even better on me. And they're like, Oh, it would. And it's like, here's the stylist. That's when I thought it was going to pivot to that. There was also a point before she gets the role where, Haley wants her to be the stylist for her dog for something. Right. Yeah. That's right. Really. The outfit for her dog, which is terrible. I also um, just love that this movie supposes like it, it lives in a world where like a movie that would be directed by Jason Muse would be mm-hmm. like a big deal that Hollywood would care about. Like Hollywood has, didn't even care about mm-hmm. Kevin Smith movies at this point, let alone <laughs> a fucking Jason Muse, Muse musical yeah. about his life. Yeah. Was the kid, I mean, was the kid who was playing him in the movie, was he from anything? He was in a show that Jake Epstein was also in, but it's something I've never seen. Oh, a Canadian show. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know it, um, but I wasn't familiar with him. But he's actually like play, like he's playing himself as an actor. Got it. Oh, oh, he is. He is an actor and he's playing himself oh, that's as the actor funny. who's going to play Jason Muse. Oh, that's I mean, funny. I feel like Kevin Smith movies got some traction, but it's the same kind of thing. And we'll get to this, but like the same kind of thing where Manny's drama teacher is like, I'm not giving this person the time of day. That's how a lot well, of people felt about I, Kevin Smith movies in Kevin general. Smith movies got traction, but not a 
2009. Like, this is like post Oh, yeah, that's late. Yeah. Too. Like, this is like, I can't even think. Like, after Jersey Girl, he's basically been like VOD. I mean, I love him. Mm-hmm. We all both love mm-hmm. him. But, like, he did, like, horror movies and stuff. But I don't know. The other thing that was very funny was, so Jason Mewes writes this part for Manny. We'll get to it. Manny bombs the audition. He goes in to see the screen test of Paige, who he doesn't know mm-hmm. yet as as screen tested. And he looks at it, he goes, I know her. She's the lesbian that got cut up, cut out of Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian A. Mm-hmm. I love that they always say the whole title of the movie. Yes, it's me too. Funny. Me too. <laughs> and it makes me wish that was a real movie. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I wish that the bloopers for that Degrassi DVD set had the entire movie in it. Oh God, that would be great. Imagine. <laughs> so they also like Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes in the in the show are just obsessed with Degrassi Junior or Degrassi High School because they're holding audition. Also, Kevin Smith is only on computer screens. He's not in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not true. Oh, he's in the lecture. Yeah, that's right. He's in the lecture. But he, they, um, he's holding auditions at Degrassi. So, like, they just mm-hmm. want to find real kids. Mm-hmm. This is where it's Manny bombs funny. the audition. And, like, no one's really particularly very good, I guess, except for Studes, who booked the movie, which I guess we'll, that comes in we'll the get Manny to that. We'll, we'll do, I'll do that in the Manny portion, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, we can also start to overlap it a little bit. I'm almost done episode two of Paige, which kind of ends with, her she invites Marco and Ellie to come out when she knows that she got this because she kind of wants some supportive friends there and to figure things out and she needs help and she's stressed out about it because she can't remember her lines and she's got a song coach and a dance coach and she just really needs some like stuff from the Canadian shop (laughs) yeah I also love that they rent her like a giant mansion to live in yeah, um, which is hilarious like, in because you live does... in LA. Like you would just commute. From yeah, here. no one does that. I was gonna say, what Jason Mewes movie in two thousand nine would they do that? For? <laughs> and it's like the, a, a gorgeous fucking. I mean, if you were like live like doing a movie, I don't even think they would put. I guess they put you up in a hotel. Like my friend would get put. Mike would get put up in hotels if they go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like you're that's where you live. So, yeah, it's weird. But I wondered if she I think she was living with Haley because oh, she gets all her suitcase true. and everything. And she says, you're not going to be able to stay here anymore. And blah, blah, blah. So but yeah, it's very strange to me that she gets this giant mansion with a pool. Yeah. So they put her up in a big giant uh, house. Yeah, they put her up in a giant house. Eleanor goes there. She always calls Ellie Eleanor, which is fun. She does. It's very funny. And the mother court is so good to see. Come back to Los Angeles, California. I go into Marco is like I love Marco, but I feel like he's not really here except for to facilitate any everyone else's story, Dude, and it's Marco. not very interesting either. Marco is a. Per- I love the theory, theoretical Marco. I Marco the character is just they they don't know Sucks. all he does. Like even. We'll get to it, but he's just oh he's always he's always a he, all he does in this movie is like be concerned about Ellie and then be concerned about Paige in a different way. That's all he does. <laughs> that's all they give and him. That's all they give him. There's like no love interest, no Adeline, no like anything. And I feel like they kind of had done Marco wrong towards the end of his run anyway, where they made him just like this annoying boyfriend for everyone else. Totally, totally. Um. And it's sad because I'm like, oh, I want to like Marco more. So the second episode ends with 
uh, Haley and Paige have been featured on Perez Hilton's blog. Right. But not they're in friends. a bad way. They're yet, friends. Just now. in a good way. They're friends now. They have like Haley yes. and Paige have like become friends because Haley's like, I need someone to be my friend, basically. And yeah, exactly. Because she has no friends because she's very mean yeah, and she she's sucks. just on a reality show, but she's still wondering how her lines were on her reality show. So that was funny <laughs> when she says, How do you think my performance was? And Paige is like, It's a reality show. And she's like, really and peeking <laughs> behind the curtain, everybody. Um so Paige starts to get a very inflated ego very quickly. I think part of that is also because it's, it's a, it's a, it's fed by Haley though too. And it's also a shield because she knows that Jason Muse does not want her in the movie. Yes. She also overheard him say earlier that he doesn't want her in the movie. He wants Manny. Yeah. So I think that it's, it's both of it's, it's Dan Levy and Haley building her up, but also she's like, well, fuck this guy. Now I got to make, I got to be hard on him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a little bit. So she decides that she's going to throw a birthday party. They're going to pretend it's her 18th birthday. She's out to lunch with Haley at this place called the Holly. And they <laughs> are, um, she goes to a restaurant later called the cat and fiddle, which I have been to in LA, but I'm like, I'm not familiar with the Holly. If that's even a real place or if that's made up. Mm -hmm. Um, but the cat and the fiddle was exactly where they filmed it. That's where she runs into Perez Hilton in the last bit. And, I went to eat there in 2008 and it was a place where you knew you could always find celebrities. Right. My friend who lived there took me there for lunch. Who'd you see? I don't know if we saw anyone that time. Ted I only Danson. saw D list celebrities the whole time I was out in LA in 2008. All right. Yeah. I was like 23. I think then my first time there. You were probably so many celebrities that you just didn't even recognize them. I like just didn't know. <laughs> we saw like someone who was like a distant character on like the hills or laguna beach mm. at brunch and i saw someone who was in a lot of rom-coms from the 90s but i couldn't quite place them <laughs> i never figured out who it was <laughs> nothing exciting i did mm. not see johnny depp there i did not see ben affleck there. they saw ben affleck on the bus yeah <laughs> they were very excited about seeing ben affleck they, oh my god so i wanted to see ben affleck so badly so Paige and Haley come up with this idea while they're drinking martinis that she's going to celebrate her 18th birthday that evening right. um, or that week. And they she hosts like this big birthday party um, where Dan Levy and Jason Muse also arrive and there's a huge tiff and it he decides to quit the movie jason muse well she's prior to this she's like really bad like she's not showing mm -hmm. up to rehearsals she's showing she's up like, to rehearsals oh, they're not gonna late. start without me yeah and... she's like improving because she's not learning her lines and she's improving because Haley like told her that's what you're supposed to do she's mm -hmm. a bad singer she's really terrible on this movie yes. so yeah at the birthday party they finally it finally comes to a head and he fires her Right. But mm -hmm. then she's then they're like, you can't fire her. Dan Levy. Says. Yeah. Well, that's like Dan Levy's like, you can't fire her. And, you know, it still comes down to me at the end of the day. And then that's when Jason Muse quits. And then he's like, you know, we can't make a movie without about Jason Muse's life without Jason right. Muse. Right. Like, it's what's the point of that? He thought Must he was be a hell of a script if they're fighting this hard to keep it. Hell of a script. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. song that mm -hmm. Manny sings on the bus is 
excellent. And the song that she said, is that the same song on the bus and in the cowpoke place? I don't think so. I think it's two different songs, but they, I loved them both. I was like, these are so much better than all the instant star songs we've heard. So, so I was thinking the same thing. I was like, shouldn't Jude Harrison be singing these fucking songs? I mean, but as people have told us, instant star does get better. And this is, you know, instant star is done by this time period. Right. I like instant star to be fair. Mm-hmm. No, I'm enjoying it, but it's just, it's a lot. So where were we? Page. Paige's career falling apart in front of our eyes. A career um, she never wanted, and it happened in this is yeah. all over the span of like three days. She gets fired from the movie by Dan Levy because there's no mm-hmm. whose name I never learned. <laughs> I don't remember it either. <laughs> Dan Levy, the producer. Um, she gets fired by him because I need to bring Jason Muse back. And because she's become quite the diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She won't learn her lines. She shows up late. Yeah. She comes and goes whatever she pleases. Yeah. She's really and then sucks. It's it's not good. And then in the background, she's become such a diva, and Haley has enabled it even more at this party. Um, and then in the background, Marco is like, "Hey, I think Ellie is like really a mess. Like we, we should talk to her." And she's like, "I don't have time for this right now. I need to like try to make this right." So she goes to the cat and the fiddle and runs into Perez Hilton there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who are you? I don't know. Also like lols Perez Hilton. Um, no, I, I fucking hate Perez Hilton. <laughs> I do too. And I was just like, wow, this is a time and a place. Has and it Perez is Hilton also... been like canceled or like, what's his deal these days? I don't know. I don't know. But what I found interesting and what I'll tie to him is like what happens towards the end. Um, so he gives her a, ticket to a red carpet event and it's like her last shot right like to get something so she and Haley are going to go to this event together and they get brazilians and are talking about doing an upskirt shot Mm -hmm. essentially by the paparazzi which literally placed this in the time of your Lindsay's, your britney's your paris hilton's and it was i was like oh my god this is something that i have not thought about in a long time and I don't want to think about. And I, it makes me sad that this was a thing. Upskirts. That was the thing that people. Yeah. Of these like women who are a mess. Like, and it's so horrible that that's like what everyone was into and the tabloids made it okay for that to be a thing. And the thing that is is sort of an, literally this is how she thinks she's going to bring her career back. Something that's like kind of unforgivable about this. And again, it was the time, but Mm -hmm. this movie suggests that women were doing this on purpose. And I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe they, I don't know in don't order either. to get publicity because all publicity is good publicity kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. it suggests that like, yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I don't think was happening and it's kind of gross to suggest that it was, but that's what mm-hmm. I think they were doing. So yeah, she's gonna. She takes her underwear off. She's gonna do a whole thing where she's gonna show her pussy by mistake. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, as she gets out of the car. But as soon as she gets out of the car, Manny and everyone who was in the bus with them, which we will get to shortly, yeah, have come. They have stopped across the street and run up to this red carpet event because they thought that they saw. Ben Affleck mm-hmm. or Sav did. Um, <clears throat> so as soon as Paige goes to get out of the car, Manny's like, Paige? And Paige hears her and Paige trips and breaks her leg for a second time mm-hmm. yeah. in this show because mm-hmm. of Manny. It's and just Haley like like walks out over her. 
<laughs> yeah, she just walks right over her. And then Manny mm-hmm. manages to like break through the the fucking divider and help her. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. And so she has lost this role. Is this the end of Paige? This is the end of Paige. So maybe we can talk about the end of Paige with the end of Manny. But is it the end? This is the last of Paige. On oh, Degrassi? no, no. I think okay. that we, I, well, Paige comes back in next class. So I don't know if she comes back at all before that. I see a lot of people. The only person who had said that it was their last episode for was Ellie. What? I looked it up to double check. Do you remember what happens with Paige in next class? What like her? She and Craig and Marco and a bunch of other people come back for a career day. What was Paige's career? I don't remember. But like a bunch of them come back for it. So it's like, oh, sorry. It's not Jeef O'Brien. It's Gene O'Brien. It's J-E-E-N O'Brien. That's also silly. Gene. That's also still silly. (laughs) It's not as bad as Jeef, but it's. it's Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the last scene yet. So I guess we go back with Manny. A story part two. <laughs> oh, it's got a fancy Hollywood song. Yeah. I like Manuela it. Santos is dating some fucking prick named oh Mick. Oh my God. She's dating her drama professor who's awful. And it's just like he's widely like accepted a- and known. Nobody's mad about it. Yeah. I don't know anyone who was allowed to date their professor while they were their student. Yeah. That would have been a huge thing at the school. David Schwimmer, right? <laughs> a lot of them would have been. Did that happen it's with David so that It's like it's it's not supposed to be discussed if it happens. So it's just like very widely known and very much a thing. And like he's kind of shitty to her in class, but then it's also like pushing her. And I was like, oh, that's not bad at first. Like that first scene they do together, and he's like pushing her a little bit on her work. Also, I and then it turns out that he's an asshole. Yeah, he's a total asshole. But Manny is good. Cassie Steele is obviously a great actor and Manny's a good mm-hmm. actor. But when mm-hmm. she's doing this, even when she turns it and is good, she's not good. She's just yelling. I was like, no, oh, she's, she's going not, to the no, yelling school of acting. They just say yell. But this teacher is just, oh, so it, we find out that she's dating her teacher. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, I can't go out to dinner because I'm supposed to go to this Kevin Smith lecture with my friends. And he's like, oh, Kevin Smith. Which was no. kind of funny. I did think that yeah, was, it was kind of funny. funny. Like a pretentious prick um, doesn't like Kevin and, Smith. And she's like, well, you know, I was in a movie of his. <laughs> Degrassi goes Canadian, eh? Yeah. Wasn't she like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Jay and Silent Bob go Canadian, eh? Wasn't she like the lead in that movie? Or She was. Ellie. Apollonia. Yeah, Apollonia. Yeah. And then Ellie was like the uh, goth girl right, on it. Right, right. So, so mm-hmm. go ahead. So he's suddenly is like, mm, I, let's not do something tonight. So she goes to the lecture with Emma and Kelly, who apparently, you know, is not in the dorms, but still goes to the school. And I guess they're still dating. I guess. Uh, and they don't. They're at the lecture. There are people at the lecture dressed up like Jay and Silent Bob and Jesus from Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you people did go to those <laughs> Kevin Smith things dressed up. They like probably did. They the probably movie. did. Um, and so the drama teacher comes and it shows up and he sits down besides Manny and beside Manny. Besides Manny? And beside Manny. And he's not that into being there. No, he's fucking like, not he's into like, it at all. He's just being a real asshole about the whole thing. 
And he keeps talking to Manny during the lecture. And Kevin Smith's like, who's up there talking? And he's like, wait, I know you, Manny Santos. And Jason Mewes was very excited because he was thinking about her when he was writing the character of Trixie to his movie, Musical the Seussical. Musical the Musical. Musical the Seussical. Musical the Musical. (laughs) Yeah. Because he says Degrassi kids have this honesty that Hollywood kids don't. Jason Mewes says that, right? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So then there's this thing about like how if she's in the program, the drama program, she can't audition because it's like against the rules. But then it seemed to be like. But it's only apparently his rule. He, this it's not sucks. anyone's rule. Yeah. This guy seems like a real asshole professor who needs a lot of control over people. He essentially just like gaslights Manny constantly and tells her that she's bad before she goes to audition so that she will fail. Yeah, he's like, you're never going to make it. Mark my words. His whole thing is that she's just like too green to get a big role. She's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Fuck this guy. He's awful. So she blows the audition. She really stinks it up. Yeah. And at the same time, Stude's auditions to be the band at the school. Yeah. And they apparently blow them away with a terrible song. <laughs> Not very good. Sex, and forget sex and let's go to my bed. That one. Did you notice that they didn't show Spinner drumming with them? Like, I couldn't see who was drumming with them. I don't know that he was drumming. Spinner's too busy working at the, at the dot. dot. He owns the dot. Did you not know that? Yeah, so they don't show a drummer with them so that they can leave a space later he for took all you know, the, all someone his, to uh, fill in. Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. He took, he took, Spinner took all of his money from... Uh, Squatch designs and bought the dot mm-hmm. with it. Forget sex ed, just go to my bed. Yeah, they stink. And also, Hot Peter gets distracted because the lead of the movie was hitting on Mia. Yes, and like hardcore, like Mia and Anya are watching them play. Anya but Anya. And the guy is just like, cannot stop talking about Mia right in front. <laughs> He does not it's care. Terrible. He's like, I'm gonna. Hit on he this does woman. not care at all. And, He's and like, I'm in this movie, and you're not. So. Peter's like, that's my girlfriend. He's like, okay, she's hot. She is. I mean, fair, fair, fair yeah. play. To I'm gonna guy. keep going. Anya Bananya. You know what we didn't mention? What is the shade at Shanae Grimes Beach? Did you hear it? Oh yes, that's also right around this yeah. time. There's, I think it's Paige who's out and about it's, in L.A. It's Haley, I believe, who says it. Oh, no, no, no. They, she overhears it from someone else. I don't even think it was Haley. I thought it was Haley saying something about like, my show My show has a post show. Sinead Grimes, oh, Sinead, 90210 doesn't have a post show. Like as if there's like yeah. an interview show after. And she was like, mm-hmm. so Sinead Grimes isn't really killing it. It's not what she says. Yeah. but it's So like, we all know now why Darcy is gone from this show. It's because fully, of 90210. They fully <laughs> say Sinead Grimes. They, they do. It's amazing. <laughs> like, it's amazing. I was wondering, is it shade on her? Or is it just like for fun for the fans? Like an Easter egg. She never fans. comes back in the rest of the show. Like that's it. Um, Maybe she makes like a a hot appearance at some point, but like her character is not there for a long stretch ever again. And also sadly, I do know that this is the last like main appearance, not like forever, forever, but um, of Kelly and of Mia. Mia, Mia Benia. Yeah. Cause she's probably got to go on to a better show too. She's going to vampire diaries, but you know what is interesting? That's funny. You say that because this was one of my favorite Mia 
things. Oh, it was a great Mia. She Actually, was, it was like one of the best Mia. <laughs> I think it's the best Mia. And she doesn't do a lot. She doesn't say a lot, but she's killing killing it on that tambourine. Fucking yeah. owning it on that tambourine. So Fixing the, the damn story bus. with Mia is that the guy who's playing Jason Muse keeps hitting on her. And so Studes lands this part in the movie and then Peter can't stand that this guy is still hitting on her to his face. Right. So he punches him. Yeah. So then Studes is out of the movie. But then suddenly. how do they get back on the movie? Is it ever said? They, well, they don't get on it for any particular reason, except for that they go to LA. Oh, because right. Jay is driving out there for God knows what reason Jay is going to drive the school bus <laughs> from Degrassi. They didn't explain that part to it. Jay Hogart, whom we love, is driving oh God, to L.A. He's the best. In a school bus. And so Hot Peter's like, well, let's just, let's still take like a, it's winter break. It's like fucking everyone com- keeps complaining about this, how cold it is. It's snowing in Canada <laughs> and L.A. looks like warm and sunny. Like, we'll go there for winter break. It's fine. I feel like it would take so, a really long time to drive from Canada to California. So now. they decide they're going to go with Jay Hogart all the way to L.A. from Toronto and they're gonna, in a school bus. To, and they're going to tour. That's what they're going to do. They're going to play gigs. It's like, how did you call people? Cause at- it's also like, how long is your winter break? And isn't it over Christmas? Isn't it like two weeks long? If <laughs> Max, like- And Sav is like, I'm so excited. We're just going to be bros on a bus, scratching our dicks and not taking showers. I'm like, Dude, you have a very interesting thing that you're excited about here. It's going to like belching. I think he says they're going to do <laughs> he was too. Like so excited. And then Mia showed up and he was like, Oh man, Mia was like, Hot Peter has this like romantic dinner with her to try to like kind of win her back and make sure he's she's cool with that. And she's he's like, oh, we're not going to see each other for a while. He goes to the dot and he lights all these candles and Spinner's like, that's a fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, Mia, you know. You've got work and I've got this. And she's like, actually, all this stuff got canceled. And he's like, well, you've got Belle. And she's like, actually, she's going to I know everything. This was where I was like, oh, it's so good. (laughs) Now we're conveniently putting everybody in place. And Mia's like, I'm going to come to L.A. with you. Can you tell the guys? And he's like, uh, I don't really want to. So he doesn't tell the guys until they're literally about to get on the bus. But before that, we got to get back to Manny a little bit. Uh, Manny bombs this audition. She stinks. So then she's over at Emma's house with Kelly. No Spike or Snake or Jack to be found. Mm. But Rufus the dog is still there, yeah. apparently. Yeah, Forgot dead. about this dog for a while. And Kevin Smith starts video calling her while her computer is closed. And this? it makes a sound. What was happening? What? What? Also, Kevin, this is also another hilarious thing. Because when they see her at that meet and greet or the talk the lecture or whatever mm-hmm. muse jason muse is like i've been trying to find you like i've been looking all over for you and then it's just like kevin smith knows how to get her on her computer at any time why did there's just a that? lot of things that aren't explained and i don't know if those are cut scenes or not but that shit about <laughs> like the computer making noise while it's closed and she'd be like what's happening and opens it it's kevin smith that in a was, box. i mean I had a lot of problems with how they treated Paige in this, but I also had a lot of problems about how her computer started ringing while it was closed. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, those are the two. In worst what things. world? In one world. Kevin Smith's like, you got to go to L.A., man. You got this. Is your he wrote it for you? Go and fucking nail it. And he's, she's like, but Paige got it because she finds it because she finds out. And that then Paige he also says a really. 
Oh, yes. And he also says something really gross where he's like, oh, I thought I might have caught you like Dude. without your clothes on. And then he's like, is Kelly naked? And I'm like, wait, that, what? Is, how do you? What? Him saying how do you the, know Kelly? Him saying the Kelly thing was the only thing that saved it. Because he was like, oh my God, mad. Yes. He was like, oh, I thought you'd be naked. I bet you Emma's not naked either. What about Kelly? Dude, they're yeah. young people. You knew them when they were in high school. I know. It's gross. It's gross. It is gross. It is gross. I mean, that really bothered me. It's his brand, I guess, at that point. But still, Jiminy Crepes. Yeah. Jiminy Crepes. Yeah. I also noticed that <clears throat> I noticed from when I listen back to our podcast, I say, for heaven's sakes, a lot. Mm -hmm. And I noticed Kevin Smith said that at some point. Oh, interesting. I okay. think it was in this moment where he's like, you got to go to L.A. for heaven's sakes. Uh, or if someone told me no. And I was like, oh, did I get that? Is that like mind meld like did i get that from him and now I oh interesting I, I have no idea i never think about it but so he convinces manny that she has to go to la to yeah and we also see uh a scene that i had mentioned before like kind of in between there after he convinces her to go to la um uh kevin smith also on a computer talking to jason muse about his script and he's like you can do this you know you have control this is your script you're gonna do great things there's a lot of misspellings in there but whatever you'll oh, be yeah, fine yeah, like yeah. it's like a little you know like go my little bird yeah. like you know yeah. <laughs> enjoy your life you can do you this you already smoked all your teeth now yeah go make <laughs> they're movie. already you already have new teeth so his what fucking chompers are bizarre, and they still are to this day. I didn't notice it right away, but when I was rewatching this while we started recording, I was like, oh my God, his teeth. Oh boy, <laughs> I've been noticing it forever, since they happened, and they're still happening, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, so Manny is going to go on the bus with Jay, who she's not mm -hmm. exactly the biggest fan of at the moment. Mm -hmm. But Jay loves Manny. This stuff, the Jay and, and Manny, Manny stuff. is like, I can't do this at first because she's like, I can't do this with Jay. I'm not going to do this. And then she goes back to the teacher who is Mick. just, oh, he's so awful to her. He tells her she's not even good and he doesn't even know how she got into the program yeah. at this point. And the first time uh, Manny and Emma tell Peter, and I thought suddenly I was like, wait a second, like, Manny and Emma or Emma brings up like you took topless photos of her. She's definitely coming on this bus with you. How are you getting to L.A.? Wait, 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 wait. go back, go back, go back. Wait, what? OK, OK, sorry. No, 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 no. I'm not. At, I, I forgot. At the dot, I didn't know that. Happened. At the dot, at the dot. Um, Manny dumps out all of her change out of her wallet. And she's like, how the hell yeah, am I going to get to L.A.? And so she, she finds out that like Peter's going there in a bus with Jay and they kind of threaten him to allow Manny to go. Uh, and he's like, remember you took topless uh, photos of her. And then I was like, wait a second. Why is Peter still in high school and they're graduated? I thought that they were all in the same school year. Right. Confusing. There, I am very confused about the Degrassi universe. Peter did come much later though. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Peter took pictures of her boobs. Even watching this. But I know, right? It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. We have fun. Um, so yeah, I gotta just say, let's just jump into this. The Manny J stuff in this episode is just Belisima. Just the best mm -hmm. stuff. I love Manny and Jay. They are the couple oh that are just like 
absolutely the best. I love him to death. Jay pushes Manny to sing at this like honky tonk with Stude's. Could- oh yeah, well so so we didn't. Yeah. We we all get on the bus and we all go there eventually. But it's there's a lot of back and forth before that with the um the teacher. Oh fuck this teacher who is an asshole and he's like you know before she has her audition the first audition he's like you're terrible you're never gonna do this and it's just oh god he's such an awful person <laughs> so anyway so it's like the they'll get on the bus and Mia goes and they didn't know Mia was gonna go until literally right before yeah, that. Sav was very bummed and, that he wasn't which, gonna be able to scratch his dick for the whole trip which, he just belch. really wanted to be next to other dudes while he was like burping and scratching himself i feel like he said his butt rather than his dick but i'm sure he did but he you know what they meant (laughs) i love just hanging out with a bunch of dudes stinking it up like he's talking about like not showering and being stinky i was like who wants that Mm -hmm. what what Mm -hmm. just and they haven't gotten very far and already like the bus breaks down and Mia's like, Oh, it's something to do with the compression. Yeah, somehow Jay. Mia like, like knows how to fix buses now. Mia knows car things. And we learn later that like her mom's car used to break down a lot. So she learned how to fix things with, with whatever you have around you. Yeah, I guess. So that kind of plays play. an important role later. Um, at the meantime, Manny is super in her head about this audition and she's so annoying to everyone else on this bus because she's just like I have to get into like the method of this and I am oh my god to become awful. Trixie yeah and she's like not actually singing the song she's just like singing them in her head so they have her like the Stude's guys minus Spinner have her sing the lyrics back to them right. and she sounds terrible yeah, she's pretty bad and so they so they have to take they have to stop at a, like a cowpoke honky tonk or they it's not a cowpoke at like a, it's trucker like a trucker bar, bar. it's keep amazing saying? yeah <laughs> and cow-poke. and but it's like a fucking karaoke <laughs> or something like an open mic and everybody's can go sing and then they're like manny santos and manny gets up and she doesn't want to do it mm-hmm. but then it like cuts to and then the whole band is up there <laughs> which is mm-hmm. hilarious it's all of Stude's yeah. plus jay playing on the drums and Stude's didn't even know that jay could play the drums manny had also asked them when they got to the trucker bar like why are you guys going with jay and peter's like because he's awesome yeah, the best part and so of- I was like he scares us what, my favorite thing was peter being like because jay's awesome like i just i love like yeah. how they just think he's so cool <laughs> Yeah. So everyone but Mia is up on stage playing the song. Like they call her up for karaoke and they're like, you have to this. There's a scary guy who's like, you have to if you get if you put your name down, you have to come up and sing for it. And there's just like they play a song. It's fucking awesome. After a little bit of a rough start. And then Mia's really into it. And then the scary guy starts headbanging. And it's just bikers are all into the song about like, yeah, your next party or party at party at my house or something wasn't it the song from the script it was the song that she was singing earlier right uh was it the same i think it was the same song that she was singing earlier it was i wasn't paying that close of attention it was not one saturday night away from you which is the closing song which is fucking great it's great um so uh, Manny's like, oh god, that felt so good. Thanks for pushing me, Jay. And you can see the wheels starting to turn for a reunion of Janny. Yes, they are. I love Janny. Jay I is love so Janny. good. He's just such a supportive. Like he just loves this person so much. He is like the like 
I feel bad for Jay because I don't feel like he has much going for himself. He's a very supportive boyfriend, but he's not. I'm like, what's going on with Jay otherwise? Well, these whatever. Days? Who knows? Maybe he'll just be he'll yeah. just be there for his for his boo, which he calls her a lot. Boo. Um, it's so, great. So they walk out of the trucker bar and the school bus is gone. Hilariously, the school bus is stolen for three minutes and then they find it. <laughs> it's just another- yeah, they have to walk up the road to get to it, but it's broken down, which is why someone has left it. But when they find out that it's gone, Mia's like, oh my God, all my designer clothes from like shoots. Yeah. And then Sav is like my stickers. Here's my thing <laughs> about the stealing of the bus. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on. My stickers. That's very He's funny. So no, that's very funny. It's very funny that they make this poor fucking guy have to be this old business stick fucking stickers. Yes, that is very funny. My thing about this bus thing is the whole the point of it is to get to the bus breaking down. Why mm-hmm. did they have to add the extra caveat of it being stolen? Why couldn't they have just walked out of the honky tonk? tried to turn it on and it wouldn't start. It's the same. You're just adding a le- I think it, that's like why I guess Manny f- mm-hmm. and him fight. Yeah. Well, he and Manny fought beforehand right. before they get to the trucker bar. That's when they have the fight and he throws her phone because he's like, you have a shitty boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he mm-hmm. is terrible for you. And I and guess then the Sav day, goes, I don't Hey guys, look, Jane I found did. a phone. Sav is a fucking <laughs> idiot. Like, when did Sav become the stupidest person on Degrassi? <laughs> He's only excited about his stickers, Ben Affleck, and a phone he found in the yeah, bushes. And, and sitting around and not taking showers. Yes. And belching. He loves it. Which is a thing that teenagers say, belching. Yeah, he loves it, evidently. Um, but before this is when Jay throws the phone away <laughs> that, that Sav finds. And it's like, I don't, I'm assuming that Manny doesn't realize how bad her professor boyfriend is to her no he thinks she thinks that i think she realizes it once he's like you're never gonna make it and you're a bad actor yeah but it takes a while to get to that but i think she's also just still like wrapped up in everything Mm -hmm. which manny is wont to do to be fair she is very often wrapped up in in her relationships yes um so they get out the bus is stolen and then they do I guess that this is why this is how they come to Jay and Manny having like their big fight which is mm-hmm. like you're so irresponsible I was like what did Jay do oh cuz he left the the keys in the ignition mm-hmm. But then they find the fucking bus which I was like just just have the bus broke down and Mia Mia Benia fixes it Mia, Mia Benia she like uses a scarf or something to tie it. It's amazing. All the while, Manny thinks that the page is off. She knows page is off the movie, but she doesn't yet know that the movie is essentially canceled. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know that Jason Muse is off the movie right, yet. Right. Until they get closer to Los Angeles. Stop me if I'm and skipping then, a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't think you are. And then they stop because Sav sees right. what he thinks is Ben Affleck at this red carpet thing, which is when we come back into Paige's story mm-hmm. when they finally overlap. Mm-hmm. And when Manny calls out Paige and Paige trips and breaks her mm-hmm. after she's just taken her underwear off and is about to flash. Yeah, everyone. She's going to show terrible. everybody her pussy. It's terrible. And I'm so glad she doesn't. Well, should I not say pussy? Probably. I mean, it's fine. I have no problem with that word. I think it's a powering. 
ownership, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when a gross, bald, 41-year-old man says it. <laughs> Do you want me to say it instead? Will that make yeah, you yeah, feel better? Yeah, you say it. Pussy. Yeah! <laughs> you heard it here first, broomheads. Yeah. There's no real good phrase, I think, for like what you're going to see on the outside there anyway. So pussy works. Yeah, you're going to see pussy if she falls down. But she falls down. And do, do are we under the impression that they then don't get to see her pussy because she's, she's falling? No, because she trips right. and she falls. So okay. we have not seen it. Her what? Pussy. Right. We haven't seen her pussy. <laughs> so Paige is out of the movie, but she also is like, she kind of also knows this. And she's like, Manny, Manny should be in this. Right. And what happens is that the end is they're actually back to shooting the movie. Jason Mewes is back on it. No, no, no. Dan no, no, Levy no. is happy. No, 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 Paige no, 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 is no, no, no longer. No, you're skipping what? a big part. Oh, okay. We go to Dan oh, Levy sorry. begging. I am, I am skipping. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You, you do it then. No, no, you can go. You want no, to? You say it. Dan you Levy it. is begging Jason Mewes. He's like, please, I really want you to do this movie. I We got a new... Trixie for you. And he's like, there's only ever been one Trixie for me. And then Paige comes in and, and, uh, Muse is like, oh, uh, so this is Trixie. And he's like, no, I don't even know why Paige is here. And Paige is like, everybody look. And she like opens the window and Manny and Studes are on top of the bus playing the song from the, I think from the honky tonk. Maybe not. Maybe it's a different song completely. I literally have it up right now. And and they're all looking and Dan Levy's so happy. And Jason Muse is like, I'll do it if that's my Trixie. And then it is her trick, his Trixie. All of this happens again and then in four Dan days. Levy's like, we're back in business, yeah. Muse. Yeah. Yeah. Four days this happens. This From the beginning of this, it's like a, a week at most. Paige has been it's wild. Uh, not, a, not a person in Hollywood to the biggest star in Hollywood to have fallen out of favor of Hollywood within, I, I think a week is generous. It's like, Oh, yeah, for sure. And we got to point out that like Manny's on... The top of the school bus mm-hmm. with Studes plus Mia, mm-hmm. oh, and then Jay is playing. Jay is playing the drums. How good was Mia on that tambourine, though? Let's be honest. Oh, she was amazing. Best thing Mia's ever done. The best things Mia has ever done are the tambourine and her so happy at that fucking biker bar listening to the song, just like mm-hmm. fucking. Jam. And her fixing the bus also. Mia, this is a great MVD, baby. Give it to Mia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so then it's like cut to they're making the movie. The song about uh, always one Saturday night away from me. What a great little uh, sentiment. Mm hmm. Because this was Muse's life story and he loved Trixie. Sorry, I'm just like still at that scene. So I'm just watching it. The part at the. The school bus. They're on the oh, school bus. It's great. The school bus. <laughs> I so was good. like, it was so stupid. And like, how did they park the school bus outside of the fucking. <laughs> like, there's a million questions, but it was so great. I just it loved well. it. Was I, I loved that. Perfection. Uh, this was perfection. So Manny gets the movie. We see a scene of her in the movie, and we also establish that Paige is now Jason Muse's assistant. Yes. And I wish that she was a stylist. Me too. Me too. That's what it should have been. The one knock, the biggest knock on the movie is, is what it does to Paige. But you can also tell that like Lauren Collins loved doing this because she got to chew up that fucking 
all of the scenery. She was so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. She was so great. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, I love it. I I could not. I wanted to watch it immediately after I stopped. So what I are was you like, top I'm five, ready for it again. Top five favorite movies. This. The, top five favorite movies. The Peanuts movie. The Charlie Brown Peanuts movie that they made a couple of years ago. I know is one of your favorite movies. Um, one of one of the other things that I really appreciate from the end was that Jay is like Stude's rule. That was gr- Jay, because Jay was driving the bus back, leaving all these jabron yeah, bones in yeah. fucking L.A. While Stude's yeah. is playing the songs in the movie with, and Mia's yeah. in the movie now. Mia's in. The how movie. are they? How are they all going to get home? I don't know. I don't know. I guess they're going to take a plane, or they're just staying there. Who knows? But Mia got oh them. Was in the movie now, playing that tambo. Ba ba da ba 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 da da da. And just once. I also like cannot get past the fact that there is a musical, the musical, musical, the musical. <laughs> like this is what they were like. This is what it's going to be. It's high school musical, except for it's musical high. <laughs> it's yeah. musical high. Always one Saturday night away from me. I love that sentiment, though. That's a great. It's like stupid, but I'm also like I feel that. <laughs> is that dumb? I always one Saturday night away. Ah, oh. <laughs> Belisama. <laughs> It's so good. So good. <sighs> this is the Degrassi you know and love. It's not controversial. I know. I know. And it's like, it's, it doesn't really go there, but it's, oh my God, it's just perfect. Nobody it's got like shot. Everything I wanted to, it's everything I ever wanted and needed. Nobody got this. shot, but Ellie did kind of try to kill herself, but then claimed she didn't try to kill herself. Yeah. Virginia Wolf style, yeah, but not quite. Right, exactly. Not quite. So should we get to the B story? There's a meme about me now where I'm talking to Kramer. Wait, what's the meme? It's a, there's a sign, very popular Seinfeld meme. <coughs> there's a popular Seinfeld meme. So our B story is Ellie. Yep. And Ellie, Ellie and Marco go to LA to visit Paige at her invitation at the end of the first episode. Ellie Marco. Marco. Ellie, Marco. Marco goes to find Ellie at the core, Toronto's fifth largest newspaper. Mm-hmm. Fifth largest third. newspaper. I think it was like third. I think it was even more impressive. I thought it was fifth. Fifth largest. Maybe you're right. Anyway, Ellie's like, I'm not sure. I, I've got a lot to do. And then she's getting a call from her mom at the core, not on her cell phone. Yeah, this is like a bummer, but like, and she's ignoring it because she doesn't want to talk to her mm-hmm. mom. And so she's like, yeah, fuck yeah, Marco. Let's go to L.A. Forget all of this. Yeah, let's go to Los Angeles to see Paige, who I don't really like all that much. Who calls me but Eleanor, I, even though I insist not to be called Eleanor. But also, like, they kind, she kind of loves her. It's like a weird thing. But they have, like, no... Uh, uh, they don't really interact mm-hmm. very much in this at all. No. Uh, except for when... Paige is at, uh, sorry, Ellie's at Paige's house and reading Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, the best part of the, the best thing in the thing. I, that, mm-hmm. that picture is yeah. my favorite thing. That so I we know something's up with her dad. Her mom's at the hospital and she's like, oh, my mom volunteers there. It's not a big deal. So when Ellie gets to the airport, they get to LAX, Paige yeah. comes to pick them up and she sees like a soldier getting off a plane and hugging a small <laughs> girl and she gets very sad. <laughs> I literally thought I was like wondering if this was going to be that Ellie doesn't want to like 
talk to her dad because she has like mixed emotions about like war. <laughs> I thought her dad had cancer. And that's not what it was. So I was like very confused until the very end. Yeah. I thought she was going to be like anti-war and be like, I don't want to talk to my dad. who really killed all these people in battle. Yeah. So we follow it with a great montage around Hollywood with Marco and Ellie and Paige in a limo. And they're like yeah. riding with like stuck out the sunroof around yeah. Hollywood. They go to Grauman's and they go to see all the stars and the handprints. And they ran into Vivica Fox <laughs> and somebody else. But not, who was, but it's like Vivica Fox, but not as herself. It's very confusing. It looks like they, they were playing characters from like a show or a movie. I don't know who that other woman was. I, I know either. she's famous, yeah. like Erica Leniak or something. Like it wasn't, but she looked like her. And then I was like, are they playing their like Kill Bill characters? Like what is going on with these two? Because they were like, oh, it's it's Marco thought they he think? saw Marco thought he saw Ashton Kutcher. And it was, <laughs> it was a, a woman. woman with a trucker hat. And they were like, oh honey, Ashton Kutcher does not wear a trucker hat anymore, and his jawline would not look like that. And it was Vivica Fox. Yeah. And some other woman. And they don't, like you said, like they don't acknowledge it. But I think the joke is supposed to be that like these famous people came up to Marco and he was so mesmerized by this other idea. I, I mean, was the joke like because they were women, he didn't care? I don't know. I don't know what the joke was. He has a very deep V shirt on this trip, I got to say. It's like he way, rocks a deep V a lot, though. way down deep. there. <laughs> like, I almost want to think of which episode because I want to look on IMDb and see Vivica Fox is like credited. As she is. Being. She is. Yeah. But I'm not sure oh, what she, she is. Made. She's credited, but I'm not sure if she's credited as herself or as a character. She play, she is credited as herself, and the other person is a woman named Kelly Carlson, who is also credited as Kelly Carlson. Oh. So they must have done something together. Mm -hmm. She's not in many things, Kelly Carlson, so it should be easy to figure out what they did together. I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway, she was in The Marine with John Cena. Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly Carlson, by the way, is also did was in three episodes of a little show you might know called Everwood. <gasps> Who'd she play? Ada, A-D-A. Oh, I don't know. According, according to the International Movie Database. Oh, okay, okay. So we go back to Paige's house. Marco and Ellie are kind of hanging out, reading Valley of the Dolls while well, Ellie and then Marco's <laughs> there. Um, and Paige is like freaking out, so she's like, Hey, I think I need stuff like back bacon and maple syrup from the Canada shop. So Ellie's like, I'll go out. Ellie has yeah, like a the map Canada of shop. Ellie, Ellie goes Ellie goes out to the Canada shop. I mean, I've been to the British shop in New York, so I'm like, maybe there's a have. Canada shop in LA. Of so, course you have. You were like fucking set your sights on it. First thing you did. Ellie is like you landed walking. and went to the British shop. Ye old British shop. S-H-O-P-P-E. Oh, shoppy. Yeah, of course. Ellie is walking around LA with what looks like a map of the stars. <laughs> and she turns. This is so funny. She turns a corner. And who does she run into but Craig with Pete Wentz and some woman from a band I've never heard of. Me too. And they're awkwardly holding ketchup potato chips. chips because <laughs> it's obviously ketchup an ketchup chips, ad. which are a Canadian only thing. 
Is it an ad? It's an ad for them. Totally. They're holding the bag. But they're talking holding- specifically about how they're ketchup flavored. Which yes, is a yes, 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 yes. So. We can't find these anywhere. So whenever we're in Canada, we, ha- we can't go on tour without them. Craig introduced us to them and they're holding them. Two, both of them have a giant bag each. It's so unrealistic because like if you were having a bag to yourself of chips, it would be like a 50 center. It'd be a smaller mm-hmm. or maybe like they're a dollar now, but a they small manageable bag. bag. This is a family size bag. The entire conversation is about how Craig, while opening for Fallout Boy, and I guess this other band that this woman is in, her name is Cassidy Pope. I've never hey Mercedes, heard of. Mercedes, right? Is she from Hey Mercedes? I'm just kidding. No, she's not. She's from a band I've never heard of. Um, clearly did not make it as big as Fallout Boy, but they're talking about how Craig turned them onto ketchup chips. <laughs> I also forgot, sorry, because I'm so watching this funny. as we go on and I'm kind of flipping back and forth through the episodes. That, I love everything about this. <laughs> that before Manny finds out that Peter's going to L.A., she's at the dot with her drama teacher. And I'm like, why Manny the at the, the dot with the drama teacher? He's a fucking, this is, this show is unhinged at this point. They're just like, sure. Stefan Brogan is like, let's run with it. I wish that we had gotten him on to do this episode with us. He could have given us the inside scoop on it. Everything about the Ellie scene is uh, uh, incredibly crazy and awesome. She turns the corner. Oh my, Craig. Awkward. Everyone, like if I was Ellie and I ran into Craig, my face would show something more than what her or Craig's face showed. Like how weird is it to run into someone you know? Like in the, you wouldn't expect it. You're eating ketchup chips with Pete Wentz. That's what she said. Also, I There's also, no world where where Craig, based on every song you have ever heard Craig play, yeah. why would he be opening for Fallout Boy? He's just a sad it. sack acoustic singer. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. There was also, also nobody at his damn show. Also, literally every of the three main characters in this movie, which are Paige, <laughs> Manny, and Ellie, are wearing high heels at every moment in this movie, and I don't understand it. I don't really see them as heels wearers. Well, Paige I see because at the point where she becomes famous, but the other two, you're absolutely right. What? Like, Ellie wears them to walk to the Canada shop from, <laughs> from Beverly Hills. This movie Hills. is unhinged, and it's I so love much. it so much more as we parse it and how fucking insane all the of it is. The one bit of continuity that we have is like Peter and Mia trying to keep their relationship together and that Spinner <laughs> had been shot and has his arm in a sling. Oh right Spinner was shot. <laughs> By the way now that I think about it the broomheads were right. This movie is fucking bananas. It really is. <laughs> I love like, every second of it. I want to watch bananas. it a million times. All I can think of was like okay when we're done recording this can I go watch it again? <laughs> How did they park the bus so perfectly outside of a uh, Los Angeles <laughs> agency? That's like, oh, why? My name's on the list. You give it to the guard when you drive it. <laughs> Manny Santos oh, here to also, see Jason another, Muse. Sorry, Muse. We just call him Muse. Just Muse. <laughs> another hilarious bit is when Paige gets the call and like, uh, 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 Shit's Creek shows up and he, he gives her a car <laughs> and she's like show up to f- your first day right mm-hmm. and she shows up to like her first day they send her in a car and she checks in with the security guard the security guard says welcome to Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> it's not 
<laughs> the security guard would be like, fuck, all right, see ya. Like, welcome mm-hmm. to Hollywood. Like, it's as if Dan Levy was like, make sure you say welcome to Hollywood to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. This movie is bonkers. It's so wonderful. I love everything about it. I'm back to, like, when Ellie and Craig run into each other on the street. Why are you eating ketchup chips? With and peanuts? these people are eating their own bags of ketchup chips. That's like, what I'm saying. They're not eating manageable sense. bags. They're also, both holding you, awkwardly. Know. Who thought that was a good idea? I understand yeah. the the deal here is you're promoting these ketchup chips. I mm-hmm. get it. But why are they holding such unrealistic bags? They're so big. I don't know if, if they, so, yeah, it's just Sorry. it's wild. It's wild. I was just gonna say I don't know if you noticed, but um, I knew this because you know you know my Pete Wentz story. But like, did you notice that like he's like the same height as Ellie and her heels when they walk away? Also, did you notice he's so fucking awkward in front of a? He's so bad. Oh, Both of terrible. So Both bad. of them are terrible. But even Ellie and Craig are very awkward in this scene, and they're not bad actors in the rest of this. But they're just like, oh hi, sure. Well, they're look who they're fucking playing off of. These two fucking wooden stiffs. Yeah. I gotta say that the woman who was next to Pete Wentz for a hot second, I did think it was Sinead Grimes Beach. SGB? Mm -hmm. Because when you sent me a photo yesterday, I was like, is that SGB? And then I was like, wait, why would she be in this after they already just name checked her? All we're doing is just eating this fucking humongous bag. Each, we each have our own humongous bag of potato chips. <laughs> we, we need our own. That's how it works. Wishing so, to be the friction in his jeans. While Ellie's out at the Canada shop, Marco gets a call from Ellie's mom's house. <laughs> because Ellie's mom is calling Marco to be like, hey, I haven't heard from Ellie. What's going on? Oh, also, sorry, when they part, Craig is like, hey, I've got a show tonight. And he's like, wait, you're staying with Paige and Marco? Like, why don't you all come to my show tonight? But it's the same night that Paige has to go to a fancy premiere thing. Right. Also, Marco is very good friends with Craig. Like, they were very close friends. Marco yeah. could, has no interest in seeing Craig. To the point, like, the first time they see each other is, like... At the 16 party, like uh, 18, her eight, the fake yeah. 18th birthday party. And it's like, there's, it's just like, um, you're not going to talk to Ellie. Like, that was it. It wasn't like, hey, good to see you, my old friend. It was just like, you can't talk to Ellie. Ellie and, and I guess he's just so mad at him from like what happened with his Coke episode and how he treated Ellie then. But also, like, they were very good friends before that. So it seems weird to just be like, you're not going to talk to Ellie. And it's like, also, we were friends. I really liked Craig here until the reveal that he had the girlfriends. And then I was like, you motherfucker again. Again. This is why so many of us have problems is because we all loved Craig. Love bomb. He was, she, he was love bombing her because it was so obvious that like they were both. So he plays. So like they decide. So Ellie goes to see Craig play at this venue and and like Marco and sorry, Marco and Paige don't come. Because there's also busy. nobody at this fucking concert. It's no, like it's very, very small. Empty. And I think it's also the same place that they've used as a venue on Degrassi many times. Before. I was like, is this, co- is this COVID restrictions? Do they have to <laughs> not sell as many tickets because of COVID restrictions? Whoops. Keep six feet distance. Um, so Ellie goes, Ellie, to s- Ellie goes to see the show and then she doesn't really. So she goes back to see Paige and Marco. 
And then Marco's like, hey, your mom called. And Ellie freaks out and she's like, I'm going to go stay at Craig's. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. You keep trying to pressure me into like seeing my dad. Here's the thing I was going to say was, if I have a question, I have a question. Is this is that how PTSD works? Are, are you in a hospital in a wheelchair? I don't know. I'm being genuinely I'm, I'm assuming that there are cases that can be that serious. Especially like in that scenario, I'm but assuming. But it's weird it that like. time scenario. They don't explain a lot of what was going on there. So I don't know if his dad got sent home because he has PTSD or if he came home and then suddenly is in the hospital with PTSD because it's just so unbearable. It was very odd. The way I thought that, like I said, I thought he had cancer. I thought that they kind of. I thought he was dying. Yeah, I was very confused by it. Um, And I know that Ellie and her mom don't have a good relationship because her mom was alcoholic and almost burned the house down. So I was like, is it more about that? I'm very, I was her mom sick. I was very confused by it until they kind of left you little notes throughout the entire four episodes. Right. So anyway, Ellie goes to stay stay at Craig's. She wakes up there the next morning. He's playing her a song that he wrote for her while she's in her pajamas. And then they spend this most wonderful, like Venice beach day out together. She gets a balloon. They walk on the beach while she's wearing heels. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she's And then she t- they, says that she can't swim. And she's like, oh, I would mm-hmm. just go out, walk out as far as I could and just be there and be away from everything. At this point, I knew exactly where that was. Yeah. Happening, but, Virginia Woolf, um, I'm telling you. We were, I was, this Max was in the room while we were watching that. And it was very clear that they were having a romantic time mm-hmm. together, even though like they didn't kiss or anything. And Max goes, This is like you and mommy. So you're sweet? Craig I thought that was sweet. and Adrian is Ellie. I think it was mostly because Adrian, because Ellie has red yeah. hair. I think that that mm-hmm. was, but it was like, This is like, because they were like about to kiss and then they didn't kiss. Aww. And then when they do finally kiss at the end, I was like very excited. And Max did say, daddy, you got it. (laughs) I I said, I said to him, I was like, I hope that I was really hoping they would kiss. And then they kissed. And he goes, you got it. It happened. Um, So they also like are walking in the water on the beach, like in their clothes and kind of getting wet from the waves and stuff. It's very, it's sweet, but it's weird. And then they go back to his apartment. He has this like nice apartment in Venice beach. And his very attractive girlfriend walks out in yeah, a super towel. Hot <laughs> towel. And she's just come back from Maui Everybody from a photo shoot. Towels. And um, yeah, so he didn't tell Ellie about that. And he's like looking at her very longingly. And she, I don't know why she has a balloon, but she has a red balloon. I don't either. They're having it was, a great it seemed day. very I was it seemed very pennywise the clown. <laughs> I haven't figured it out, but it's very cute. I like it. So they go back to his apartment. The girlfriend is there and she's like, "Oh, your girlfriend. Right. Okay." And she's like, "Oh, I ordered sushi. There's plenty for three of us." <laughs> and so they kind of like have a conversation. They kind of eat the sushi, but Ellie is like very uncomfortable. And at some point she's like, I'm just going to go. I got to get back. And so she starts mm-hmm. like walking down the beach with all of her bags. Why anyone like if you're okay, you know, the lay of the land in Los Angeles and you know where Venice sure. beach is. You're not going to be walking to get back to somewhere else down the beach in Venice. Like, <laughs> Certainly not. With your there's shoes a boardwalk on. For that. Like a there's it's a fucking sidewalk. Like you could just walk on the sidewalk there. 
bunch of Canadian rubes. That's why they don't understand beaches. They just have not. I mean, we know that Ellie has been to the beach because like they've been buried in sand up to their necks in Wasega Beach and and in their clothes. Yeah, and they had sand all in their pockets. So I feel like Ellie should understand this. She still has sand in those same pockets to this day. From years ago, because she's just, oh my God, I don't understand it. It's very strange to me. Wild So she goes back. She goes to Paige's 18th birthday party. She decides Mm. to take a call from her mom. Well, she's also drinking. No, no. Before that, she decides to take a call from her mom. And her mom hangs up on her because her mom is mad at her for not answering her phone. And she's like, what? So then she goes and she grabs a bottle of vodka and she just starts drinking vodka straight from the bottle from the bar at Paige's 18th birthday party, which also, hey, it's an 18th birthday party in the U.S. Like it wouldn't have a full open bar. Oh, I know. There's so many things here. (laughs) And Marco is right on time. That train's never late to come over and say, hey, slow down there, champ, because Marco can't let anybody have fun. Nope. Although in this case, he was right. She was drinking too much. Yeah. Craig comes to the party and tries to talk to Ellie and Ellie is like, already drunk and like out of it and is just not feeling it. And he's like, you know, I have this perfect life here, but also then you came along and I realized it's not perfect. Ooh, rough. Mm, real, real West Elm Craig over here. You know I still I mean? haven't read about that guy. I need to <laughs> West Elm West Craig, Elm Caleb. West Elm Caleb. Yeah. No, it's West Elm Craig. He's really love bombing everybody over here. This guy It's going to go. Craig shit is a hot so second. toxic. <laughs> He's so, so t- toxic. West Elm Craig. We should call him West, West Elm, Elm Craig. Craig. <laughs> His furniture is songs. He builds songs. His furniture is songs. And so then Craig is trying to run after LA. <laughs> Craig Manning. His furniture is songs. That's a t shirt. <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. Craig is trying oh, to run shit. after LA, and Marco's like, no, you can't. You can't this go is when her. Marco like finally sees Craig and is like, uh, you're done talking to her. Sorry. So she runs out to the Venice beach somehow. I don't know where this party is. And so she's out on the beach in all her clothes with this bottle of vodka that she's just walked away with and somehow down many streets to get to the beach with. And she's crying on the beach and she brightest starts, sunny day, beautiful day. And she's wearing, brightest sunny she's day. wearing like all office black. clothes. She's wearing like baggy <laughs> office pants and a shirt with a jacket and heels. And she's walking on the beach in heels. I've never tried a, a that nude but. bottle of vodka. There's nothing on this. She's like out and about. Nobody no is batting an eye. No one cares. And I'm just like, what so she takes off like she takes off her jacket and she throws down the empty bottle of vodka implying that she's had the entire thing and she starts walking towards the ocean and then literally 30 seconds behind her are craig and marco who have somehow followed her here and they're like wait her clothes wait she must be here how did they know how did they know where she, she was going? She didn't get that far into the water by the time they found her. So I was like, wait a second. Was this party A at the beach and B like, how did they find her so quickly? Because she hadn't made it past her waist in so the water. Good. She's just fucking crying. And she Nobody didn't cares. have any rocks in her pockets. So like she definitely wasn't going <laughs> to drown. She also, well, she we'd say she was not she trying. She doesn't to know how to swim, though. We also know. 
But she's just sad and waiting out past the the waves. It's just, oh my God, it's hilarious. And Craig and Marco, also in their clothes, run out to find her. That's what I said. I was asking Max about. I was like, did you see them go into the ocean in their clothes? Why were they wearing their clothes? And he's like, I don't know. He did see. (laughs) Craig and Marco. Craig and Marco. I asked him earlier. I was like, who's your favorite character? And he says, all of them. He's really good at recording this podcast, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's terrible. He's good. If I were like, like, he's a pretty charismatic guy, but if I took him to like an audition, he'd probably just sit there. Yeah. Like one of those. He'd be one of those guys. So somehow Marco and Craig, who have like helped Ellie from her death in the ocean where she can't swim. Somehow Marco's okay with Ellie going back to Craig's house to stay there. Which I find very strange. Wait, say that again. Who's okay with what? So Marco and Craig fish Ellie out of the ocean. Oh, and Marco. But then Marco's okay like with cool Ellie with Craig. Ellie going back to Craig's place, which is like, what? Like you were just saying how you don't like this guy and how he's done talking to her and all this nonsense. And so somehow he's yeah. okay with that, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but there's a thing between the two of them that I guess you can't really deny. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to. Oh, there we are. Okay. So he takes her to the airport because she's going to go see her dad. And I'm going to say from here on. And Marco and Craig have a moment in Craig's apartment where they're like, we're friends again. Okay, it's all fine. Yeah. Like they've apparently had a conversation off screen. Marco is a good friend. But like you said, that's like all they let him be. They don't give him anything interesting anymore. And they haven't for a long time. And I'm assuming he's not really back other than like to pop up here and there. From here on, I really thought this was superb stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just being serious. Mm-hmm. They go to the airport. Well, they, sort of well, they have a very, conversation oh, sorry, sorry. at the apartment first. And Ellie right. talks about how she always fixed everything and how she doesn't mm. know how to fix this with her dad. And that's when they finally explain that her dad has PTSD from fighting in Afghanistan, which, like, understandable. Right. I would, too. Totally. And she doesn't know how to deal with that. Right. Yes, which is totally understandable. He takes her to the airport. He, he takes her to the airport. And they have this very sort of like grown-up adult moment that's like, we're going to have our time. Like, maybe it's not now, but, you know, it's, uh, it's got to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. And they, they, she says, okay, yep, you're right. And they walk away from each other, but then it's very fucking rom-commy kind mm-hmm. of a mo- kind of movie where it's like they look and then they look and then they run at each other and they kiss. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, I know there's a girlfriend involved and that's not so great, I guess, you know, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, and also I, Craig's been needed a them to piece kiss. of shit to like pretty much every woman who's dated him. He also told us that like he and Ashley went on tour and then Ashley stayed in Europe. We never see Ashley again. You never see Ashley again. Um, so they kiss and then the real, um, big thing is when Ellie goes and sees her dad, I found this incredibly emotional. Mm -hmm. So Marco goes with Ellie to the hospital and she goes to see her dad and she just is immediately crying on seeing him. Oh, her, the job she does here. The believability, she is just like sobbing. Like she can't even mm-hmm. say words. It's just like sobbing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very emotional. Mm-hmm. It was really sweet. It was great. It was great. I don't really understand what's happening with the dad, mm-hmm. but 
It was pretty great. I mean, I also want Ellie and Craig together because I would like that, but it's also like bad for her. Totally. Because Craig is terrible. I mean, maybe he could grow out of it, but. Yeah, it seems like maybe Craig is getting a little better, but I just wish he would have told her about the girlfriend straight away. Yeah, that would have been nice. But, you know, he's. Because also when the girlfriend shows up, he's like, oh, you're back so early. So it's like, yeah. is it, I mean, he's an know. emotional train wreck. Yeah. What did he was he even going to say anything about the girlfriend or was he going to pretend he doesn't have a girlfriend? Exactly. Exactly. But they needed to kiss. I was glad they kissed. I was happy about it. Me too, because they should have kissed like years ago when he was on coke. But that would have been bad. Yeah, totally. And that's the movie. Yeah, that was it. We did it. It's harder to run through than a normal two-parter, a four-parter. Well, There's so many four things. four episodes, Rachel. There's, There's so many four things. I, I, I am not even sure I want to rate and do MVDs for it. It's so hard. Well, too bad. We're going to do it. So, Rach, <laughs> one to ten, how much you think this shit goes there? Come on. The movie, the be- listen, we're not saying anything where the reviews aren't in. The it's, reviews are in, and this is a four-star, five-star, whatever the highest rating It's is. very much a steering wheel episode. It goes there a two, but it is a ten. I agree. It's I think this is hands this is down a steering wheel episode. But now you got to pick. Oh, you got to tell Oh, me. yeah. You have to pick first. So, Patrick. In Hollywood, they had these things called spotlights. And it's like, it's a a circle. And you shine this spotlight on one of the characters when you're trying to highlight them and pretend that no one else is on stage with them. If you had to pick one person from this movie, and I'm going to guess it's Mia because of her tambourine skills, uh, (laughs) would you highlight as the most valuable Degrassian in Degrassi 819 through 822 Paradise City, a.k.a. Degrassi Goes Hollywood. It's not going to be Mia, but I did love Mia. Yeah. Um, This is hard. This is hard. Everybody's great. Like, I mean, Paige is great, even though she's terrible. Um, I don't know, dude. It's, uh, I guess, I, um... My most valuable Degrassian for the Degrassi Goes Hollywood movie is Stefan Brogren for this excellent direction of the movie. (laughs) Can I say that? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I feel like they did Paige Dirty and Manny was the heroine of the episode. And so obviously I would. She was. I would want to say I love Manny. I love Paige except for how they did her dirty. I love Ellie in this. It's really their three stories. Oh, Ellie's great too. Yeah. I'm actually going to not, I'm not going to give it to Stephen Brogan. I'm going to give it to Ellie for that last third, Mm -hmm. the last bit of at the airport. And then at the, in the hospital with her dad, she's not the most fun character, but she looks great. She's got good stuff in it. Mm -hmm. She runs into those jabronis eating potato chips. I'm going to go with Ellie mm-hmm. myself. Oh, we also forgot to point out, I'm at the very end of the last episode, that like Manny gets to stay in the house that Paige was in, and all of the Studes guys are there to use the pool in their very cool pool gear. Studes. Studes rules. <sighs> Studes rules. Um, part of me wants to say Manny, and part of me wants to say Paige. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Jay. I thought you were going to pick Jay. Oh, I mean, Jay's great. I think that he was really a good boyfriend to Manny, but I feel like he doesn't get a lot for himself. And I feel bad. Cause I'm like, I kind of want to know what's going on with Jay too. I know. <sighs> um, so flip that coin, flip it up. I don't have an actual coin. Do you have one? All right. 
No, I don't have. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to just. You're just gonna have to pick. God damn it. They're both great. You I feel like they co. want me to pick Manny, but I want to pick Paige. So pick Paige. I'm it's picking Paige. I'm picking Paige. Podcast, for God's sakes. But I think the end result was the right result. Manny should have gotten that role. Yes. I oh, wish definitely. they would have just let it be like Paige fucking styles the movie. Yes. That's I wish that they been. had. I mean, obviously, that wouldn't be as much trauma as her breaking her leg and like almost being just like ready to show her pussy to the world. She was good. <laughs> Well, there you have it. We did the movie. We finally saw the movie. God, can you this believe was a long it? Can one. you believe it? Uh, we loved it. I could watch this like seventeen times over and still have not seen it enough. I loved it. Perfect it's movie. Definitely not in the vein of like what else is going on. Yeah, but it was nice to get back with these characters who we love and who have something to do. Finally, yes, and I was happy to have a kind of closure on some of their stories because we're not going to get it really mm-hmm. otherwise right um yeah it was great no complaints it was a good one i loved yeah. it good stuff i want to watch this every week instead of i'm like hoping that season nine gets better but i've heard that it's um, still rough so i heard it's good i heard season nine is good and season 10 is even better than season I've, I've heard it gets better with 10 so i'm like we'll see what happens we'll see what happens well we're gonna have some new friends to love well we have some new people to welcome into the room too this oh, week oh it has been so long since i have been on the show i have been uh, hanging out about in the other days and here i am it's a me i'm mr de la rosa and uh, bring on the new people Okay, so I have to caveat this with that people give their information the way they give it. So I'm not sure if mm, if you got to do this it, you is got this to person's do. name, but Pokey. Oh, say it's a Pokey. I love having you in the room of Pokey. I have it so happy. I'm going to put a sock on the door. You're going to come on in. You're going to leave a Gumby outside and you're going <laughs> to Pokey. And then you're going to come inside the room yeah. and you're going to have a dance party. Yeah. Come on in and it is a nice yeah, to Gumby see. is not a patron, by the way. Um, fuck Gumby. <laughs> we also have Sid. Oh, Sid. Sid. S-I-D or S-O-Y-D? S-Y-D for Sydney. Oh, like a Sydney. Oh, my God. Like a Sydney Prescott from the Screamer movies. I love it, the Screamer movies. And I love a Sydney Prescott. She's my favorite character. Oh, get on in here, Sid. Come on into the room. We're so happy to have you. And then we have Barry. Barry. Oh, I love a Barry. Hey, he is the best person in the world. There's a name of Barry, I think. So come on into the room, Barry. It's going to have a pizza pie. I can't wait for that TV have- show to come back. Some pepperoni pizza. You love a berry. I know you do. I, do. I know you I love do. it. You love a Bill Hader. You know, Bill Hader's a date of Anna Kendrick. He's what? He's a dating of Anna Kendrick. Really? It is, is revealed recently. They've been together for a number of years now, but they've been keeping it very quiet. Wow. I did not know that. Learning new things. So I had this, that is a thing that you learned today. Oh, Barry, thank you for coming into the room. We're so happy to have you. And then, yeah, the normal things. Uh, one new thing that happened recently is that Spotify now allows for reviews and ratings. So if you listen to the podcast on Spotify and you have not already given it a rating, please do, especially a five-star one. That's the ones we like. If you've made it this far in the episode and you're not giving a five-star one, why are you still listening? If you're not going to give it a five-star review, do me a favor. Don't give it a star. Don't give it a review. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we want more people to listen review. to this who... it. It works for, you know, it's, I know there's other Degrassi podcasts out there, but you can listen to a different one. If you don't like this one, you don't have to review Mm -hmm. it. Right. 
Perfectly said. Uh, you know, you can find us in all the normal places. We're on Instagram at SparkleSpaz28. We're on Facebook at Deem Podcast. We're on Patreon at Deem. This feels like a milestone, the movie. I know. Don't write us an email because we're probably not going to respond for a long time. We're not very good I'll at that. I'll respond to it. I'll respond to it. Write us an email. Every episode for gmail.com. I'll respond to it. Okay. 100%. I'm giving Pat that duty now. If I don't, if from this day forward, if the email doesn't get responded to, it's my fault. Okay. Write <laughs> to the email. So, yeah, I guess email. we're going to be back next week with a whole new season. Season nine. Oh, we got to do the fucking yearbook. Oh, sorry. We're going to be back with yearbook and then season nine. So there you have it. Yeah. So next week will be yearbook. I mean, does the movie count for yearbook? That is a question. No, no I take it out. I take it out for the yearbook. Yeah. Cause there's we not can't really... pick it as like our favorite episode because no. it was a movie. No. And I would have picked it as my favorite episode. So. Oh yeah. It's the best Hands episode down. by a country Hands mile. Hands down. Still. A country mile. What's that? Uh-huh. A longer mile than. <laughs> than a city mile. Miles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the city mouse and the country mouse. Yeah, exactly. All right, brewheads. We'll be back next week. Yeah. See you later, y'all. We love you. Bye. Bye. I give this movie 10 out of 10.